0: Good morning and welcome to Season 2 of Speaking of Social Justice. We are joined by our host, Julie Mackin, and she'll be chatting to us about a very important social justice issue today. Over to you, Julie. Thanks, Joelle. And, yeah, it's lovely to be back, even though some people might go, where did you even go? <laughs> but during the break, along with a lot of people, I've been looking at the kind of developing national conversation around the voice, the statement of the heart and the need f- to have indigenous voices within the constitution at least is the first step in implementing the Uluru Statement of the Heart. And I've been watching the conversation develop and like I'm an old lady, I'll just tell you right now, I can remember this is a conversation that reminds me of the period in our history from about 1992 through to 1996, and then it really intensified after that. What I'm talking about is up until about 1996, for a period of time from, you know, I think probably about Gough Whitlam onwards, we as a nation were involved in the really vital work of nation building by confronting the truth of our past. For the first time in 200 years at that point, white Australia was confronting the reality of a violent colonisation of this land. We were finally waking up to the fact that it was stolen land, that it was a stolen generation. We stole culture, language and land. And actually non-Indigenous Australians have grown very wealthy off the back of stolen land. During this period of time, it was about 25 years, from about 1972 through to about 1996, we were having a big national conversation about who we were and what was the truth of our origins. It was a time of enormous debate and upheaval and questioning. It was a time rich, really rich in inclusive, dynamic cultural events. You know, I remember the demonstrations. I remember oh, so much, you know, black theater, debates about treaty, debates about who we were, debates about what 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 is our national anthem? What should our flag look like? What is the truth of who we are as a people? And it was really tumultuous and really heated as it should be, you know. Anyone who tells you nation building is about putting a tunnel underground has never been involved in nation building. This is the stuff that actually creates a nation we can all be proud of. That whole debate finished in 1996, when Australia decided they'd enough of that, that they would not look back, would not engage in what John Howard called a black arm band version of history. And we would all have a comfortable and relaxed life on condition that we didn't look back And we just thought a happy thought and got on with the business of looking after ourselves. Bad things have happened over the last 25 years as a result of that decision. Bad things have happened to us as a nation. You know, there has been a kind of ennui, an apathy. And of course, that was managed by annihilating the symbolic value of things like saying sorry, of recognising the truth of our past, in preference to a pragmatic kind of five-point plan on how to become a better people. But what I'm seeing in this debate is, once again, Aboriginal Australians and Torres Strait Islanders are coming out and offering us the most extraordinary invitation, an invitation of such generosity and kindness that we can once again, together, know who we are as a people, make amends for harm done, tell the truth to each other, and you know one day all of us welcome to this country like the statement of the heart is an extraordinary act of kindness and that creates symbolic space for us and it's a metaphoric space for us and the lovely thing about metaphor and symbolism is they're spacious they create room for all of us they create possibility and potential they are inclusive things And I'm just watching it being smashed to pieces again by calls for practical, pragmatic, five-point plan, 15-point questions, what does it actually mean? We can't vote for something we haven't already nailed down. We are once again proving ourselves to be a people that cannot live with the openness and excitement and potential of a symbolic gesture. Never underestimate the power of symbolism. Mate, I'm a Catholic, trust me. The symbolic, it carries power. I just hope that we don't miss this opportunity to be together, to inhabit a space of kindness and generosity and forgiveness. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for all of us and I hope those voices that are trying to pull it to pieces are challenged by the generosity and the magnitude of that statement and i'm sorry i can't be clearer than all of that but listen up and you'll see what i mean thanks that's me